that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast and the broadcast for today. This broadcast is going to be for Thursday the 13th of October 2022. Right, so I've come up with this. I'm saying it's not okay to be not okay. Now, sometimes people create these buzzwords, buzzwords or buzz kind of like, you know, ideas and pass them around, hashtag them, pass them around. And before you know it, people have slipped into, fallen into been cicaded and infected cicada rate rated and sent into a spiral spiral or a loop sometimes these can be very 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 helpful sometimes these are very unhelpful just take a look at what happened to all of us with coronavirus or most of us that were in our right minds that knew that it was happening right um <laughs> We quickly all got together and formed different things that we we're going to do. We we're in face masks, this amount of part, this amount of distance, this, this, this. And before you knew it, we had changed our entire lifestyles. And now we've come to a certain point where, okay, we know that so many people have had it now. Some Most people have antibodies now and are accepting it. And we've got to walk our way forwards now out of this, okay? Some people have even had the vaccines, whether or not they've been great or good for them or not, which for a lot of people they have not. But we had no idea about that. Nobody had that idea at the first point. It was only to be a good thing. That was all we could see. But it wasn't until we got more information on that, it became obvious that there's something not quite right here. But it's all for the good, right? Every single thing that was done is done for the greater good. Even the mass wearing the um, space taken, even all of that is like really good for like manners, being respectful of each other. There's many different um, you know, good things that come from it. Now, obviously, every single kind of thing, therefore, can have its good points and its bad points. But the more you let it linger on, and the more you kind of let it take over, you know, the more you're idolizing something. And especially if it goes against what Christ says, like Christ eventually says, look, Christ will remove the veil. So in other words, remove all masks, remove this, remove that. And he actually says he's going to kill people with his breath. So it gets to a point where you're like, well, you've just got to accept there's going to be a time for different people and we kind of have to like move forward at one point. As long as we've taken all the good points that we can take from this, we've taken all the right positions, all the right um, steps that we need to take, then we know we can kind of move forward and we've just got to trust in ourselves and the Lord, right? That's a sensible approach because that's mixing our faith with works, but it's also mixing our faith and sensibleness at a human level and just going for it and putting our faith into action by walking forward, okay? But there are some things just like that, like if that were to continue on that way and you never get out of that and you were, you know, you just kept going in and falling further and further and being sucked into that further and further. Now, some people will be, and that will be to their end of their detriment, actually. Um, you know, if they get like addicted or over addicted to kind of like dealing with that or like thinking about it, idolizing it, you know, they don't have God, they're going to get lost in that down a rabbit hole kind of thing. It's the same thing with any of these other um, types of structures, organizations, or ideas. We must be careful. Now, it's okay to not be okay. Well, initially, that sounds like 
that's really quite inviting. That makes people feel like when they're not okay, that it's actually, it's not like a big deal. It's not really, you know, this is a normal thing. And that is a good first intro into, you know, dealing with anything that they need to deal with. If it's a mental health issue, that's a great first place to be. And it also reminds people that other people may suffer as well, right? If you're suffering spiritually, if you're not alignment spiritually, you will suffer mentally. And then on it goes down into the actual physical body, you'll suffer physically, okay? Now, the thing is, realistically, for those in the faith, it's actually not okay to be not okay. And I'll tell you why, I'll remind us all why. And if you don't know this, then I'm going to let you in on this, but by Jesus' stripes, by what Jesus went through, you're supposed to be healed. So all those that would believe in Jesus can be raised up. They can take their strength from him because he has gone through everything that he needed to go through in physical form, in terms of his sacrificing, he was whipped for everyone. He was, um, you know, not to say that somebody should have to be whipped because of every single other person on the planet, but that's what happened. Um, and he experienced all these scourgings to the point of death, being put on the cross. But not only that, he actually descended into hell and he even rose again on the third day and went into heaven. And he's seated at the right hand of God. So if we accept Jesus Christ, we therefore are accepting him spiritually in our lives. And when we are fully accepting him spiritually in our lives, it's the same thing as I was talking about how the spirit impacts the mental um, part of your mind, body, and then down into your physical body. It has an impact on your physical body. So if we accept him fully, then we're also accepting that we are healed. That should filter on down through our mind, our hormones. So ethically, spiritually, into the soul and in through the body because the spirit and the body should be one. It's only when there's a blockage or there's something getting in the way, that's when there starts to be a breakdown in terms of any health, whether it's mental to physical. But it never, ever, ever just goes straight to physical. It's always been mental first. And before it was mental, it was always spiritual. So anything that gets down into the physical body has been a spiritual problem first. And it's also been a mental problem because the spirit, the first place to go to is in the mind. So the spirit in the mind and then from the mind down into the kind of more heavier parts of the actual physical body. That's how it works. That's how it manifests. It's like anything manifesting. It comes even like before a person's formed in the womb. They come from the concept of the, the spirit to the mind. That's how Mary's annunciation went from the spirit to the mind and then into the physical body. It's like every single other um, situation in the entire world. It goes from ethereal and then manifests in. So the fact that people are saying it is okay to not be okay is basically them stating, um, if you look at it long term, that it's okay to be possessed. It's okay to have blockages. It's okay to have spiritual problems because those will be what your mental problems are. Because you've got spiritual problems, you're then having mental problems. And that is absolutely not okay. That needs to be sorted really quick because if it's not sorted quickly, it can then go right into your physical body and manifest there. Now, 
if it's really serious, it might manifest in a very serious illness in the body. Okay, so that's why it's a sneaky, a very sneaky, devilish tactic to make you think, oh, it's all right, lulling you into a false sense of security. It's kind of okay to sit with this. No, it's not. You need to get spiritual correction quickly. There needs to be an exorcism at some point quickly if that's happening to you. If you're having mental difficulties, there needs to be a spiritual um, cleansing first. If any of us have physical ailments or problems, we need to direct our mind to how on earth we manage to um, have a, a difficulty in the spirit that then created that into the physical as well. Each and every single one of them though, even although we must identify that it's not okay to be not okay in order to fix it, in order for the right thing to happen, in, in order for a turnaround and for a good focus, for a solution to occur and a remedy to be made. And that is vital. And that comes from the sovereign. You're not going to hear that through other people that are not of that sovereign way. You'll hear them taking on these things. You'll hear them bigging up themselves, getting part um, in with uh, charities, trying to make themselves look good, all that kind of thing. But it is not helping the people. It's making them worse. And that is the dodgy thing about getting involved with those that are pretend and not meant to be put on any kind of like, you know what I mean, pedestal and stuff. Because they'll take you down the rabbit hole. They'll take you to hell, basically, by trying to big up themselves, trying to make out that they're doing something when they're actually not really looking into this situation properly. If they looked at it properly, if they'd have the sense, if they were chosen by God, they would know and they would have the wisdom for all these things instead of just jumping on the bandwagon so that they can look good. So that's where I refuse because I know what it leads to. I'm going to speak the truth. I'm not going to be looking for attention to try and jump on any bandwagons for things that I know because I have the Holy Spirit, because I'm a chosen sovereign, I have the Holy Spirit that will inform me very well and clearly it's not right. It's not going to help the people. It's not good. Don't do it. So I will stand back. I will not be getting, I do not want to get attention for jumping on bandwagons that are going to take people down a rabbit hole. No. What's more important? God, myself and the people. That's what's most important. Doing the right thing. It's not okay to be not okay. So <clears throat> for um, Sukkot and for this time, it's the same section on numbers, which goes on about the multiple different sacrifices, obviously, before Christ. Um, before people were accepting of Christ or understood. So it's that's what's back in the... Um, the old system for today, um, Thursday, October, Thursday the 13th of October, I should say, 2022. Um, it's Numbers 29, and so obviously um, we're far beyond that. What's given for people who are Messianic or who are Christians is John chapter 7 to 8 and it actually talks about Jesus at the feast of booths and what happens or what happened 
to him long before all the ascension. So if you want to go back into all before the ascension even happened again, you can do so through both of those. And if you want to remember what it was like before, or for people that don't even have Christ yet in the ascension, then you can go and look at Numbers 29 and just see how <laughs> how much of um, a cumbersome deal it was that they were having back then. Okay, so for example, Jesus at the Feast of Booths. After this, Jesus went about in Galilee. He would not go about in Judea because the Jews were seeking to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of booths was at hand. So his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, that your disciples also may see the works you are doing. For no one works in secret if he seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come. But your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it, that its works are evil. You go up to the feast. I am not going up to this feast, for my time has not yet fully come. After saying this, he remained in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone up to the feast, then he also went up, not publicly, but in private. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, Where is he? And there was much muttering about him among the people. While some said he is a good man, others said no, he is leading the people astray. Yet for fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. About the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and began teaching. The Jews therefore marvelled, saying, How is it that this man has learning when he has never studied? So Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone's will is to do God's will, he will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own authority. The one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true. And in him there is no falsehood. Has not Moses given you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why do you seek to kill me? The crowd answered. You have a demon. Who is seeking to kill you? <coughs> Jesus answered them. I did one work. And you all marvel at it. Moses gave you circumcision. Not, it, not that it is from Moses, but from the fathers. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If on the Sabbath a man receives circumcision. So that the law of Moses may not be broken. Are you angry with me because on the Sabbath... I made a man's whole body well. 
do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, well, I say um, I certainly have been been doing this openly when I've been sharing. I've not been holding it back. I've actually been sharing it online. I've been out there in front of people. We were out there yesterday. Um... daylight this time and of course online so it's it's all there on facebook it is an elite page mind you um but yeah there's it's really quite open there's lots of fun and interesting things on it which is good um but yeah it's very much out in the open there's nothing hidden or private about it it's very clear and honest there um yeah So, uh, I don't know what to to say other than that. Yeah, it's not in private. (laughs) Gosh. Um, What do I think about it? I mean, I don't really think anything about it apart from it's just being honest, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure there's people that do do these things in private and they go, you know, they do go all out and they do their part. Well, obviously, within the remit of what we are also doing in other places and in other ways, that's that's our level of dealing with this and, and doing what we need to do. Um, <clears throat> we, we do have a tent... But as I say, I was waiting on tent pegs, otherwise it'd be like blown away. Um, <laughs> and although there's not really much of a wind today, mind you. But yeah, those tent pegs are due today at some points. So that just reminds me, but it's also a day of strike action for the Royal Mail. So we'll soon see. I'm not sure. Depends what delivery service is actually meant to be delivering it. Or delivering them, rather. But I'm talking about the parcel in general, so delivering it parcel of tent pegs so um yeah there might, I mean there might be a possibility of increasing that um but as I say obviously it's not done putting the rituals first it's putting God and and Jesus first and I know when I say this I know that people who are Jewish now 
know the same thing. You know, I don't see a threat with that because I believe that they trust me and they know that it's true. They believe the same thing, that it shouldn't be, oh, okay, there's going to be some folk that have got, you know, some difficulties. That's always going to be the case to a certain extent, right? We talked about the different um, levels of mental health um, to do with our different variant levels for each individual in terms of spiritual health. And so I know some people might find it mentally difficult with regards to all of their different rules and regulations. Um, if they're part of the Judaic system, some of them will be very very, very clever, and so it'll come to them with ease. Not just very clever, I'm not saying that it, people that don't do all the different regulations with ease are not clever, I'm not saying that, it's just part of their what they've been used to. Um, so let's look at it that way rather instead. And so because they're used to it, it maybe comes to them with more ease. So there's going to be people like that. But there are going to be people that will be stressed out mentally, trying to do everything and they won't have the grace of God or Christ, right? And it could be quite difficult for them, so we just send out prayers. <coughs> you know, for them, that their mental health may be eased through the Spirit of God. Um, but that's that said, I do know that overall, the main... What maybe Jesus would have said are called the scribes and Pharisees. In other words, the rabbis, the teachers... I believe that those that are higher up in authority understand me and trust me and understand it's not, it shouldn't be about and it is not about the rituals um, of being above God. I know they trust that. So I'm quite happy with that. Um, that's, that's just what I can, you know, I can say about that at the moment. But, um, yeah, so for us, with what all we have to deal with and all the other things, it's more, as I say, for sure, about the uh, more personal points of this um, rather than the rituals itself. So it's just about doing the best that we can to honour our own forefathers. And uh, I don't really, you know, I'm very much sensible about it. don't see the point in... And altogether forgetting about it unless absolutely called to. But I feel like it's a really nice way, as long as you are putting God first and not the rituals. It is a very, very important and nice way to remember you know, how we have what we have. It's important to honour, not just because it's a law. It just feels right. I think anybody knows that with decency and uh, common sense. Not to do with the law or being forced to, but you just automatically feel like it's important to. And if you don't, then perhaps you're still caught up in the, and I say in inverted commas, Egypt situation. Or, you know, your memory or your ancestry or whatever it is hasn't kicked in. So I wouldn't say it's altogether the person's fault if they don't realize some people 
can't see past their own situations and they don't understand or know how to empathise sometimes with the past. It can be also be a mental issue as well if they can't empathise. Or some people maybe it's so traumatic within their line that they maybe want to block it out. So I understand there's different reasons for it. Um, you know. So that's that. I mean, I talked about the, the moving out of and how in the old Judaic, the Talmud and the, the scriptures yesterday it was actually looking like it was coming to pass and I was like oh my gosh this is horrible because it talks about how all these different other nations are being pushed out are being well also um so were the actual Israelites um but for a different reason but um what it meant was from that tribe of God's people all those that weren't God's people were being like shifted out um and I was like, within our own family, it was looking like it was set to manifest. And I was like, this is horrible. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that it is horrible when, you know, it's not just a fun thing or something to celebrate. Like, oh, yes, we've got favour. It's actually really, the reality of it is, and the reality back then would have been, pretty much the same that when these people are being pushed out by God not just when you have to go out and on your way and being called by God but when others are being pushed further out even from what you're doing in your own tribe by God that's really sad as well like that's not something that those that have got the favour they're saying right that God said right okay my favour stayed over you because you're um, determined and focused on me um, it's not something that they naturally think, oh, yay, yippee, because, you know, you're saying, if you're having to say goodbye to people that you really care about, like, you know? So, I mean, when it talks about all these other nations being pushed out, um, the, the Hittites, the Canada, you know how it goes on about all these different other nations, it's, um... It's actually a bit of a shame, to say the least, as well. Because despite their lack of faith, there's still people that, that um, those that had faith would care about. So, and of course you think about this in terms of, I was thinking, well, there are those that will put a curse on and that try to traffic or the tra- slave trade. um, And, you know, members of family that would be, like, encouraging that. Um, and I just, I had um, my actual mother trying to encourage that um, with a member of my family who I'll not go into detail with. And I just thought, how dare you encourage trafficking? How dare you encourage slave trade? How dare you encourage that to occur? How dare you? Don't you dare and so you also when you have like these ones that are mixed in the family as well you also understand that you know when there's those that are pushing them out that there's also the aspect of where they're pushing them out to especially when 
they should have adults in that over them. It shouldn't be a case of children being pushed out when they really seemingly don't have the faith or they're seemingly not, you know, that shouldn't be happening. And um, it reminds me a lot of the film that we saw last night, which was The Woman King and what had happened to women and how there'd be others like pushing them out into the slave trade and how they, these women would be getting raped and abused and used. I swear to God, this is, it's not a good thing, especially when it is those that are like a lot younger. That should not be allowed to happen. And I say anathema to anyone that is doing that on purpose, especially to little ones, that should not be occurring. And absolutely, women should have the right to protect themselves, even from these other women that seem to be, you know, sending them out to be trafficked or slave traded. Send, get rid of them. Get rid of them, the ones that are doing that. That's what's not right. Um, And I'll just speak justly about that. So when I started to open my eyes and realise that's what was happening. And I know God's going to punish those that do that. So we need to be careful that within our family of believers, that there's not been this push um, of these people that are, um, or especially young ones that are seemingly stiff-necked and saying, oh, I don't believe in God, or I don't this, or I don't that, that they're not just been pushed out into this trafficking nonsense, been trafficked between these horrible, evil, bad wrongdoers, evil men of, you know, raped and defiled women and it's still going to do this. No, they should be fought against. So there needs to be understanding here that just because they're seemingly not in the faith, they can't just be pushed out into these slave trades or like that. And people will say it's not a slave trade of this or that. Listen, not every slave trade looks like the slave trade. Be very, very careful of who you're actually listening to and who's trying to send out who. And if you notice that somebody is trying to do that, you'll need to work against them on purpose. And you'll need to speak up for people and to allow them to have time to together in the faith especially little ones that should never be done to them understood if someone's obstinate and they're an adult okay perhaps but that should never be happening to children never so let them be anathema those that are trying to harm children like that and push them backwards and forwards between um, folk especially towards men who have tried to use women, try to enslave them or try to use them as hoes or to rape or abuse them in any way. There is no way that people should be getting away with that and no way that anyone should be trying to traffic like that. Let them be anathema if they are trying to do that. That's what I say to that. Fight against them, folks.
that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God.